Welcome once again to our joint podcast featuring GoPreps.com and CrescentCitySports.com. I'm Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, joined by my friend Hunter Bauer of GoPreps.com. Week 9 of the regular season has arrived, and of course, power rankings mean something now. People that say they weren't paying attention, I guarantee you, they're paying attention now, and we know the playoff system, so it's clear as day. Therefore, let's dive right into the best games coming up for Week 9. First of all, we start with a Thursday night game, Hunter, and this is Southern Lab, a 6-1 and one team, Kentwood, a 7-1 and one team. These are two programs with state championship pedigrees. Of course, the Kangaroos have won nine state titles. Southern Lab has been a power for many years now as well, and I see this as a matchup that features two teams that could very well end up in the Superdome. Oh, absolutely. This is uh th- th- this is a matchup between two legendary teams, uh a real out slobber knocker between uh both teams, a battle for the district 9-1A title. Uh both teams are in the top 10 of their respective uh power ratings. So a lot of storylines going into this game. Uh the series is actually split uh at 3 and 3 since 2014. Kentwood won last year 33 to 26 in a thriller. Uh, like I said, the Kangaroos are, are ranked number one in the non-select Division Four. The Kittens are at number six. They're trying to hold on to that first round bye. Uh, top eight get into the uh, the select Division Four uh, uh, second round automatically. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game. Southern Lab defense has allowed eight total points in their last three outings. Um, you know, both teams are are fast. They're physical. They're strong. Both are known for their their offensive uh, prowess as as well as their defensive prowess. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. A lot of, I've talked to a lot of people this week just to get their take on this. They're like, we don't know. You know, it could go back and forth. Uh, either one of these teams is uh, is capable of winning this game. Although I think Kenwood has played a little bit tougher schedule this year, but it doesn't matter. Southern Lab Kenwood. Uh, you can throw out all the records and all the statistics when you get into this game. It's just going to be a great battle between two teams, like you said, who could very well end up in the Superdome in December. Yeah, Kevin, we're trying to get the top seed, and as you mentioned, Southern Lab trying to get a bye. Very important game. Northwest Louisiana, big district game, Parkway. Yeah. And Airline, of course, this game at Parkway. And you know, you're talking about a pair of teams that are 7-1, and one, and one team that's been awesome offensively, the other that's been good defensively. Your thoughts? Yeah, an interesting matchup, and uh, you know this could have some implications if if Captain Shreve were to to lose a district game, they can end up tying for a share of the district championship. Whoever may win this bout, uh, Parkway has a lot of riding on this game. You know they're right at number sixteen. They're on the bubble of hosting a home game uh, in the first round of the playoffs, so they have a lot. If they can win this game, this would help boost their power rating and possibly get them that home game. But Airline sitting at number four, they want that first round pl- uh, buy in the playoff as well. So a lot of playoff implications in this game. Uh, ben Taylor, one of the top quarterbacks in the state for airline, he's got over 2,500 passing yards, uh, being looked at by several in-state colleges. But airline has multiple weapons all over the field. But can they get past that Parkway defense, a really stout defense? Another one of Parkway's biggest assets lies in their special teams. Kicker Aaron Burrell and LSU commit several 50-plus field goal, 50-plus uh, yard field goal kicks. He's decided a couple games in the past, especially this year. So it's going to be interesting to see. Airlines averaging 48 points per game while Parkway's limiting opponents to just around 13 points uh, for each contest, and they've had three shutouts on the year. So uh, going to be a tough test for airlines. Definitely not a a bye week by any means. Uh, Parkway's got a lot riding on this game. 
Baton Rouge area, Ascension Catholic and White Castle. Ascension Catholic's been a threat for many years now and a Absolutely. solid program. Not so much for White Castle. When you talk about the Bulldogs in recent years, that's not been the case, and they've scored 50 points or more three times, and they're only lost to Catholic Point Capee. I guess the, the proof here is for White Castle to show that they can be that program. Your thoughts? Absolutely. And, you know, White Castle has also been stout on defense. They've posted three shutouts. They've limited opponents to eight points or less in five of their six games played this season. So White Castle has really been playing well on defense. But can they stop Chad Elsey, one of the top rushers in the state for Ascension Catholic? It presents a great threat. Uh, for the White Castle defense. Uh, talked to the White Castle coach yesterday. He expects his team to come out uh, ready for the challenge against the championship caliber program, which I think Ascension Catholic is definitely in that mix, that Division Four select. Uh, they could definitely end up in the Superdome if they play their cards right, especially with the way their offense is playing. Uh, but uh, battle for the District 8-1A title, a lot right on this game as well. Uh, White Castle's at number eight in the power ratings. Ascension Catholic's number 10. So Ascension Catholic's trying to get that first round by in their division. White Castle's trying to stay in that top 10 as well. Here in the New Orleans area, District 9-5A, Brother Martin at 6-2, and two, John Curtis Christian at 5-2. and two. Of course, Carr leading the league undefeated right now, but these are two good football teams. Brother Martin played from the state championship game last year against John Curtis, who beat them 23-0 in the title game. Rematch game here, and John Curtis has certainly raised its level in recent weeks. Brother Martin with a really good win, held off Rommel in the last seconds last week, so this is another big matchup. Yeah, in, in many different ways, Ken. I also believe this is uh, if Coach JT gets a win here this week, he'll tie for the uh, the all-time high school football uh, coaches record uh, with 619 career victories. So a lot riding on this uh, game for him. Uh, but it's a rejuvenated John Curtis squad. The Patriots allowed 69 points in those two losses a couple weeks ago. They've allowed 26 points since. So they've really uh, rejuvenated. They're really getting uh, into that district schedule. But Brother Martin's no joke. Uh, their only losses are St. Thomas Moore and Nicar on the year. Uh, so like you said, a lot of storylines. Uh, rematch of last year's state championship game. Coach JT trying to tie the all-time wins record for the nation uh, and then just trying to keep up. Uh, in the in the Catholic League, uh, number two, uh, Brother Martin is number two in the power ratings right now, and John Curtis is number eleven. So John Curtis still trying to get maybe a first round by. They're trying to shoot for that. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a big matchup. Uh, can't wait to see what the outcome is for this one. Yeah, really good one. And of course, it would be six twenty one for Curtis if he wins it. We'll see if that happens. Brother Martin will go. be very tough to beat. Karen Crow, Acadiana. This is a great rivalry. You know, some people in Karen Crow's district have gone to the Cadiana, and of course, their neighbors, their rivals. Karen Crow is undefeated. The Cadiana has lost twice, but got their ship righted last week. This is a big rivalry game, isn't it? One of the biggest showdowns in the state this week, I believe, uh, between two of the state's top uh, scoring offenses. You know, Karen Crow kind of struggled uh, the last couple of years after uh, uh, winning the state championship up in Natchitoches. Uh, in 2020, but uh, it seems like they're back on track. They have a lot of great talent. Uh, sophomore sensation Chance Babineau, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the state as well in passing yards. Uh, they just have uh, – the offense has been on fire. They have a lot of great uh, weapons on offense. Uh, but Acadia, 
Katie Anna's had Karen Crow's number uh, lately. They've won five of the last six, uh, but Karen Crow won their playoff meeting last year, twenty-seven to seventeen. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I was looking at their their schedules just a few minutes ago. I mean, Katie Anna's only losses were to Lafayette Christian and John Curtis, which is they're no slouches by by any means. So I think it's going to be an evenly contested matchup. I think it's going to be close, uh, especially you know Karen Crow went down to the wire with Sam Houston last week, which surprised a lot of people. I think that kind of woke up Karen Crow a little bit, uh, but expect a great matchup between these two teams. Moving down to 7-5A, East St. John at 7-1 and one at Destrehan, defending state champ at 8-0. East St. John got beat by Terrebonne last week, who's a pretty good football team. Destrehan handled Terrebonne, but I think East St. John got caught looking ahead a little bit. I really do. They're very talented. This is a good football team, but Destrehan is elite. It's exceptional. They play tremendous defense. Yeah. They can run and throw the ball offensively. They're a complete team. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I kind of alluded to that last week, Ken, about East St. John maybe looking forward, looking ahead. Uh, they got they got tagged by Terrebonne. Will Destrehan kind of be looking ahead, trying to get past uh, trying to get past this game into the playoffs? You know, East St. John lost last week. Could they kind of be, you know, you never know. So Destrehan's going to be, have to be on their toes. They're bringing the longest win streak in the state into this game, 22 straight victories dating back to, well, before last year. Um, so, you know, District 7, 5A championships on the line. Destrehan ranks second in the state uh, in defense with five points given up per game. So, their defense is pretty stout, uh, but you never know. This is a, a an inter- interesting matchup. It's a district matchup. Uh, East St. John's number 13. Destrehan's number 8 in the power rating, so they're still trying to get up there a little bit, maybe get a, a first-round bye. Uh, but this is definitely two teams that could see each other again in the playoffs. Uh, you never know. Uh, but looking at it, I mean, Destrehan's just so strong. They've, they've allowed seven points in the last four games. So they're definitely on a roll, but uh, they can't take it easy against a really good East St. John squad this week. District 9-3A matchup. Pair of seven and one teams, Patrick Taylor and John F. Kennedy. Patrick Taylor's a great story. Ranked as the number one public school academically in Louisiana. A phenomenal school. And athletics have been kind of an afterthought, not so much. Kenny Bourgeois has done a great job of building a football program from scratch. The people he started the program with are now seniors, the first senior class. They've lost to Livingston Collegiate. They're seven and one. They might be overmatched here by a really athletic John F. Kennedy team. Linares Elpage has done a great job. And John F. Kennedy is a serious threat in the upcoming playoffs. They've got Division Absolutely. I players, and certainly they're the favorite here. Absolutely, and I, I text with uh, Coach Bourgeois yesterday, just kind of you know getting his thoughts on the game, and you know he said this is a big game for his his crew. Uh, you know they really haven't been here before, so the key will be having to uh, 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 keep the ball out of JFK's hands. they got a really good offense, as you alluded to. Uh, Patrick Taylor's going for a share of this district title, so they have a lot riding on this. But kind of what you said, uh, Ken, JFK, they've only allowed 34 points this season, averaging 40, uh, four points per game. So they're leading the state uh, in, in points not allowed. Uh, four shutouts on the year. Patrick Taylor's only lost to Livingston Collegiate, and they've posted a couple of shutouts as well. Uh, but they've only faced one team with uh, with a winning record. So uh, maybe a bit of an uphill battle, but you never know. This is why they play these games uh, between these two teams. So uh, in, in you know, Patrick Taylor, they're sitting at number 10. So a win against John, uh, John F. Kennedy this week could, you know, push them up uh, into the top eight as well. And John F. Kennedy's trying to hold on to those top three seeds. District 4, 5A, Walker at Santa Ma, pair of seven and one teams. Of course, Walker right now unbeaten in league play. The only loss was a season opener to Ponchatoula. 
Santa Ma has been good all season long. This is a very important game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two top ten teams in the power ratings. Uh, my question is, how will uh, St. Amon respond to being punched in the mouth last week? Uh, mm-hmm. Lost to a really good Dutchtown team. Uh, they'll have to respond quickly with Walker. Uh, the Wildcats have only have won seven in a row, like you said, after losing their first game to Ponchatoula. Uh, the resume is pretty strong as well. Uh, wins against Kentwood and Dutchtown. And, uh, but St. Amon has defeated John F. Kennedy, so they've, de- they've defeated some pretty good teams this week. Uh, talking to the Walker coach, he just mentioned that the defense has been playing well. They'll have to step it up against a really good St. Amon squad. They're really fast, and he also mentioned that special teams are going to be a weapon for them as well. But he said, you know, exciting venue to play in at St. Amon. It's a really good atmosphere, and uh, they're ready for the challenge. Meanwhile, you've got an interesting game, non-district game, one classification against another, the 5A Sam Houston at 6-2, and E.D. White Catholic, of course, Undefeated and rolling. Sam Houston, as you mentioned, played Karen Crow to the wire last week. The Broncos can score, but so can the Cardinals. And uh, they're hard to stop and they're hard to get the ball from. And Kyle LaSane's just done a magnificent job. This is an intriguing matchup because you're talking about a lower classification team that's a power against a pretty good higher classification team. Yeah, you know, I think this is one of the most intriguing matchups of the week. Uh, again, like you said, E.D. White, they're rolling, really good powerhouse right now. Sam Houston uh, struggled last couple years, especially after Hurricane Laura came through, uh, uh, you know, devastated the Lake Charles area, and they've kind of struggled to regain that program back. But I think they've really done it. Uh, Coach Chad Davis, I talked to him yesterday going on. A, he, he was talking about how uh, going on a, on this trip is sort of like going on a playoff light road trip, uh, expecting his kids to respond and, and continue to play well. He, and he did say whoever wins this game is going to have to control the game up front, which is true. E.D. White is averaging nearly 45 points per game uh, while allowing allowing less than 10 this season. So, uh, But uh, this could be a big power points matchup, Kim, for Sam Houston. A win could propel them into the top 10. They're right at number 12 right now. Uh, so a really good matchup for them. If E.D. White wins, apparently, you know, uh, suppose, excuse me, Edie White wins, then it just adds to their resume. They're at number four, and um, mm-hmm. it, it definitely will help them uh, gain a top three seed with a win. So uh, Chad Davis was talking about he has several weapons on his team as well. Quarterback Gavin Stout, 1,100 passing yards this year. is doing really well. So it's going to be an offensive shootout, I think. Wasman Union Parish, here's an intriguing matchup. Of course, the Wildcats are 7-1. and one. Most notably, they've pitched five shutouts this year. So that's obviously a very good team. But Union Parish is the established team here in terms of what they've accomplished over the past few years. And their record is a bit of a lie uh, with the three losses they had because (laughs) they played a very difficult schedule. That's what makes this such an intriguing matchup. And the game is at Wassman. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I talked about the Southern Lab Kenwood game being a slobber knocker. I think this is going to be a true slobber knocker between two football teams that uh, could make serious runs in the playoffs. Uh, Wasman's on the cusp of a possible first round bye, uh, but they must win out in order to do so. They have Union, and then next week they have the gift of Sterlington. So uh, they got to be able to make it through these last two games to, to get a really good seed. But, you know, the Wildcats defense, they've, play, they've played really well. We've talked about this in other episodes. Uh, you know, they've shut out their last three opponents. They've allowed 49 points on the year. So their defense is playing really stout. They held Calvary Baptist at 21 points, which I think that's their lowest of the season. Uh, but they're going to have to stop Union Parish running back John Marion Island, uh, 1,500 rushing yards.
yards on the year, 16 touchdowns. So they got a really good ground game. Uh, talking to Terrence Kay, he, uh, he said that uh, they'll have to be able to limit the big plays, which Union Parish is able to do, and they'll have to be able to protect the football. And I think that's the key. They're going to have to protect the football in this matchup. Uh, Watson looking for their first win in this series in 2016. Can they get it? It's going to be at home. Really big matchup for them this week. Check out all the district standings at gopreps.com. Of course, the power rankings updated weekly at gopreps.com. And this week, it means a lot since we're heading into yeah. week 10 after this weekend's games. Make sure you do that, of course, at crescentcitysports.com. You can check out all of our stories on a day-to-day basis. Our scoreboard on Friday night. And then, of course, the original Friday night. Now, Hunter's getting a pass this week. He's getting a buy, so to speak. As we like to say in the industry, he's on assignment this Friday night. So, won't hear him there this week. But he will return. Did I get that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> have to go uh, chaperone the, the three-year-old as she is a flower girl on a wedding. So uh, we, we got to go, go watch her this week. It's her week. <laughs> you bet. Priorities. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Outstanding. Of course, the original Friday night, 6 p.m. to midnight, 106.1 FM in the New Orleans market. Uh, Nash FM 106.1.com worldwide and, of course, on four other stations around the state. Look forward to that. Look forward to a great weekend of high school football again. Hunter, is always a pleasure, and we'll talk next week. All right, Ken. Thank you very much.